Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. You're listening to Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good evening, 6:30 at KSL. Jeff Kaplan here. There is snow falling. It's 32 degrees. KSL's top story: footage from the officer-involved shooting in Farmington appears to show the suspect had a gun. The Farmington Police Department released the body cam video today, a week after the fatal shooting. KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard Bell begins our team coverage. Body cam footage of the traffic stop incident that left 25 year old Chase Allen dead was shown today to a room full of reporters. Questions have been raised since the shooting as to why the body cam footage was turned off, and Chief Eric Johnson of the Farmington Police Department acknowledged this today. Order to shut off body cameras was simply done out of efficiency for the investigation. Chief Johnson also said officers were not aware of the Allens family history with the law. Four of those officers on scene have been with the department for seven to eight months max. One of those officers on scene has been with us for 12 years and has not had any involvement with that family. A critical investigation into the incident is still underway. Hugo Cardbell, KSL News Radio. Courtroom audio obtained by KSL appears to show the man shot by the police shouting anti-government messages at them during a hearing involving charges against his mother. Our team coverage continues. The shouting starts about six minutes into a hearing involving Diane Allen, the mother of Chase Allen. She was representing herself in accusations of driving without a license and on expired tags. But at about that six-minute mark, the bailiff says there's an arrest warrant for Chase Allen and things escalate. The audio appears to show Chase Allen accusing the court of treason, shouting foul language as he's arrested. Diane Allen was found guilty. She's suing the Farmington Police Department, claiming she is not subject to their laws. Becky Bruce, KSL News Radio. We are months away from the start of wildfire season, but Senator Mitt Romney wants Utah to be ready when the drier months arrive. Romney told inside sources this afternoon the number of fires hasn't been increasing but their intensity has been getting worse. We're burning far more acres, and that's because there's so much more fuel load. We need to have more control burns. We need to be able to, to harvest the dead wood uh, by allowing lumber uh, companies to take out the dead wood. We're not doing that as well as we could. Uh, so we got to reduce the fuel load to keep the fires from, uh, from burning as conflagrations, and we've got to also fight them faster with better equipment. Romney and other senators were briefed in a committee meeting this morning. Schools are having to get creative with spring sports because of all the snow. Lindsay Ertz here talks about the Salt Lake School District. Practicing indoors, in parking lots, lots of rules clinics. That's how one district is having to adjust a week into their spring sports season. With all this snow, many fields still covered. At Salt Lake's high schools, their turf can't be shoveled either, so they'll have to wait until it melts. A spokeswoman for the district says they're being flexible and rescheduling games. Most spring sports in Utah, like golf, lacrosse, tennis, and baseball, all practice outside. A Senate hearing on worldwide threats focused on TikTok. 
Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, senators like Marco Rubio grilling FBI Director Christopher Wray on the possible threats posed by Chinese-owned social media company TikTok. Could they use it to drive narratives, uh, like to divide Americans against each other? For example, let's say China wants to invade Taiwan to make sure that Americans are seeing videos arguing why Taiwan belongs to China and why the U.S. should not intervene. Yes, and I would make the point on that last one that we're not sure that we would see many of the outward signs of it happening. Ray also said China could use TikTok to control user devices. The six-year-old boy who shot his teacher at his Virginia elementary will not face charges. A local prosecutor says the law doesn't support charging a six-year-old with a serious criminal offense. He says they would have to show that any defendant, including a child, is competent to stand trial and understands the legal system enough to help with their own defense. Prosecutor says he's not determined whether anyone else should be charged in the case. An Ohio mom is counting her blessings after the quick actions of her 11-year-old twins saved her life. The boys took control of the vehicle after she had a seizure. Crystal Thompson, who has epilepsy, doesn't remember the incident, but her boys have told her the details. I was driving and the boys said that I started having a seizure and my hands fell off the wheel and I fell against the window. Akron Police Day honoring the boys for their courage. Live from the KS. KSL National News Desk. I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio. The nationwide shortage of asthma medication, albuterol, has forced hospitals to use small puffer type devices to administer the medicine. Erin Fox is the Associate Chief Pharmacy Officer at U of U Health. She explains what the hospital is doing. So what we're doing is um, using those smaller, smaller amounts. So it's a lot more work, but patients are still getting their doses. And in the meanwhile, we know that the other company that that has been making the product is ramping up supply, and other companies are are hoping to get into the business as well. So hopefully this will be a short-term shortage. This is all about hospital albuterol. As far as the puffers that you use for asthma at home, for kids on athletic fields, there is no shortage whatsoever in the state of Utah. KSL Newstime, 635. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.